Hello, readers. Welcome to 20 Questions with Your Favorite Author, where we ask authors important questions like, why would you agree to be on this podcast? I'm Kelly Lynn Colby, Editorial Director at Curse Dragon Ship Publishing. Our guest this week is Kim May, multi-genre writer and anime devotee. She's always been a storyteller. Just ask her mother. On second thought, don't. She knows too much. Kim writes fantasy, sci-fi, thrillers, historical fiction, steampunk, and a bit of poetry because she collects genres like a cat lady collects straight. She's a retired stage actor, has a penchant for fast cars, high heels, and loose groove. If Kim is not your favorite now, she will be after. Awesome, awesome. Welcome to the podcast. Second time is the charm. It works. It works wonderfully. So, Kim, you're a fan of loose screws, huh? Yeah, I yeah. certainly have enough of them rattling around. <laughs> that might be true of most authors I know. So, you're, I have to say, though, your junk drawer must be really impressive if you like to collect, like, loose screws. Have you ever found anything in there that you weren't expecting? Uh, I don't have a junk drawer because that would require having a drawer. What? How can you not have a junk drawer? I'm I have a in a room. I don't have. There's no junk basket this, in your this, room. This... Uh, no, just a very large doom box. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you have. You're stuck in your doom box. Um, so let's see. So we, I want to talk about your book a little. So our, or your series, but the first one, Ariana, the protagonist in the Moonflower, gets into a Parisian art school. With your many interests, is this something you ever wanted to do? I thought about it. I took a lot of classes in uh, high school and some in college, but wasn't all that good at it. And you know, my style leaned more towards uh, anime and manga and that sort of styling, which in the early 2000s, you really couldn't get a job doing in the US. Uh, true, very true. So you're like, forget it. I'm not going to Parisian art school. Because, you know, sometimes we live through our characters, right? (laughs) Sometimes we live through our characters, right? We couldn't do it. Like, we can't ride dragons, so our characters are going to ride dragons, right? That kind of thing. So I was just wondering Mm -hmm. if that was like, you know, something you were projecting. Um, But no, not this time, huh? Not not really this time. Not this time. Maybe next time. So how long did it take you to finish your first book? About 18 months. Oh, that's not too bad for a first book. Nicely done. Nicely done. Um, let's see. So Ariana, she suffers from horrible nightmares when she arrives in Paris and her friends back home tell her to quit eating weird cheese, <laughs> which I love. Um, and she's so desperate. She takes a, a pendant that's supposed to help with them, right? To help with these nightmares. But it actually transports uh-huh. her to the world of the Greek gods. So I'm wondering what horrible health advice have you received? What haven't I? I mean, <laughs> I mean, my my counselor recently told me that to help with uh, my anxiety and depression, I should go on mindfulness walks. And I'm like, um, y- yes, but part of what's causing the anxiety are my deadlines, and if I take time away from my writing to go on these walks, I'm not going to meet the med deadlines. That's going to make my anxiety spike. This seems counterproductive. Right. 
right? It's just like working out, right? They're like, you should work out, you know, this many times a day for this long and blah, blah. blah. And I'm like, and when exactly am I supposed to do that? <laughs> when, mm-hmm. when, uh, yeah, my husband and I both got gym memberships. We're like, we're going to do this. And we were really good for like three weeks, by the way, not a New Year's resolution. We don't do that nonsense. But it was still a resolution. We're like, we're going to try to, we're going to go together. We're going to peer pressure it, right? We're going to pressure each other into going. Yeah, that didn't work like at all. So, yeah, it's like, when, when, when are you going to do it? Oh, I want you to know Friday Blue says she loves your stuffies. Oh, thanks. <laughs> They're friends. Did you get the chicken over the head advice? No. What's the chicken over the head advice, Friday? She's going to have to tell us what the chicken over the head advice is. Apparently, this is a bad medical advice. Mm, we're going to find out. All right. So while we're I've waiting for her to answer. lose weight to have. And I've gotten the, you need to lose weight to help your arthritis uh, advice, but uh, my arthritis is in my hands and I don't walk up my hands. Um, You're like, uh, it's not going to help. That's so funny. You could, you could quit writing. Oh, wait, that's not going (laughs) to, yeah, that's impossible. All the things we suffer. I've been having, um, like, my back's been killing me. And why? Because I am doing a lot of writing and editing, right? It's just, like you said, deadlines, right? We've gotten really busy. And there's and I know why my back is hurting me. And I try to not sit crooked or I try not to. But it doesn't seem to matter much, right? I'll stand up and do some stretches. I do all the things they tell you. But it doesn't matter. It still is killing me. So they're trying. They're trying. Let's see, we have book two in this series, just released in January a few months ago. Congratulations. Um, What was different about writing the second book in a series compared to the first? For the second book, it was was nice being able to pick up on some of the threads that uh, I'd left uh, hanging from the first book and get to build more on those. it was fun getting to explore uh, some of the other characters and get into their heads. Uh, there's some chapters from uh, Fobator's uh, point of view. We get to know Fantasos a bit more. Nice. And so it, it, it was a lot of fun getting to just expand everything. Mm-hmm. So was there anything Plus, like- Plus I also had- No, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> I was like, you know, there's also drag queens and you know, what? How is that not fun? That's yes. awesome. So like ancient Greek drag queens or like Parisian drag queens? Well, the second book uh, is uh, set mostly in Vegas. Oh, that's, so, right. that's right. Yeah. Yeah, because Ariana's time with the pendant is over at the end of book one. So it's a completely new holder, new person. And her dad is a drag queen. That's fabulous. Can you imagine being raised by a drag queen? That would be so fun. The confidence you would learn. The Oh, my gosh. Right? Yeah, that would be cool. Um, so uh, amongst your, your novels, because this is like your big series, but you have lots of stories written and other stuff. You genre hop a lot. So what is it about yeah. stories from so many different settings that's appealing to you? Yeah, with the variety, I never get bored. So it, it is nice to be able to write fantasy one day, sci-fi the next, uh, a weird Western after that. You know, I never get burned out on a genre. You can always just keep going. But, Something new. Exactly. But I mean, mostly the genre hopping is editors 
messaging me and say, hey, I've got a spot in an anthology and I need it by blah, blah, blah date. Uh, you interested? And going, you know, looking at the zero balance of my bank account going, yes, I am interested. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I would love to. I mean, uh, I was going to go on a mindfulness walk, but you know what? I'm on it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. A, a paycheck oh. is good for the depression, too. <laughs> That's right. Right. It helps if you can just, you know, pay your bills. That definitely helps with depression. Um, we'll see. Of all of your short stories, because there is a plethora of them, which one is your favorite? Uh Oh, gosh. My favorite would probably be Blood Moon Carnival. Uh, it's one of the first, actually, it's the first in print. Uh, but mm. I wrote it while my 19-year-old cat was dying. And so it's, it's, it's a very sad, mournful story. And I was channeling my grief into it and uh, literally had to take her to the vet and have her put down uh, when I was a page away from finishing, came home, finished the story, turned it in three minutes before the deadline. Oh no. And so it's, it, yeah, yeah. So, and then proceeded to have a mental breakdown. Uh, but, but you but made the deadline. Exactly, I made the deadline <laughs> and it sold. So it's it's always got a special place in my heart because of that, because that's, that's my spuds story. Oh, well, if people want to read that story, where do they go? Uh, it is in Fiction River, uh, the alchemy and steam issue. There you go. Excellent. Um, Spike wants to know um, who does your cover? She said they're so colorful. She really likes them. Uh, for my novels, mm -hmm. uh, that would be Lee Moyer. Nice, nice. So he's a he's an award-winning cover artist. He's done uh, work for D and D and a uh, lot of major publishers. And he happens to be a personal friend of mine, so I get a lovely friend discount. Oh, nice, nice. Can we be friends? I want to be friends. Um, I, I can be friends with him. Just tell him I would like to meet him now. Um, what have you read or watched lately that you've really enjoyed? Uh, this weekend, I binged the entirety of The Sound of Magic. It's this new K-drama on Netflix, and it's a musical. <laughs> I oh, I saw you post about musical. that. I was so fascinated. I love yeah, musicals. It's, it's cute, and it's pretty, and it's whimsical, and the music is fantastic. The, oh. uh, the songs alone had me crying just in the first two episodes. So I'm like, oh my gosh, this song is my life. Um, oh. <laughs> and it's being sung by a handsome Korean guy. So, you know. So it doesn't hurt, right? Yeah, <laughs> no. it doesn't hurt. That's awesome. So I'm assuming it's in Korean as all K-dramas are, right? Is it like, is it dubbed over? Is it like, does it have words at the bottom? Both. Or were you just enjoying it in Korean? No, it's got English subtitles, but there's an English dub. And I watched the dub. Okay, gotcha. How did the singing work with it being dubbed? For the songs, they switched to Korean with English subtitles. Okay, cool. Good, good, good. Because I want to hear them sing it. You know what I mean? How did you originally, it, it, when you when you translate, you know, music, it's very different than just telling us the words so we know what's going on, you know? So, cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I am interested. I want to say that. And what, what was it called again? The Sound of Magic. 
The Sound of Magic. I'm gonna have to look that up. Um, we're a little addicted to musicals. I know I took a uh, for my birthday one year. My mom sent me tickets to Wicked. Um, just here in Houston, right? So it was the traveling show. And I was so excited to see it. Already had all the music memorized, you know? I'm surprised my husband didn't have it memorized because I listened to it so much. Um, he at least recognized it right away, right? And I was like, we're going to go see a musical. He's like, you know, I'm game to try anything once. But he was like, but I'm a man, right? Go to see the musical. And he's like, musicals are fun. What's the next one we're going to go see? <laughs> I was like, I knew I loved you. <laughs> right? So you and never and Wicked is something. so fun. Yes, it is so good. I've seen it twice. <laughs> Jealous, I've only seen it once. Well, the problem is we loved it so much, we got like a Broadway Across America season passes. Um, but then we would make like a whole weekend of it, so we were spending way too much money, so we had to like not do that anymore. <laughs> so a musical, so you liked Wicked. Is there anything else that you've seen live that you really liked? Uh... The original version of Phantom, not the new revamped one. I'm a bit of a purist when it comes to scores. So as soon as they start changing words and rearranging songs, I'm like, nope, hate it. <laughs> Give me the original, the pure. Um, I was like, what else have I seen that I loved? Uh, Mamma Mia was a lot of fun. Uh, Dirty mm -hmm. Rotten Scoundrels. I didn't see um, that one. It's so funny. And mm -hmm. Avenue Q is hilarious. <laughs> And that was a fun one to be into. When I was in theater, I did pretty much all musicals. That's cool. We did, a, yeah, we did plays. And then when we finally had enough money in our in our program to do musicals, I can't sing. I mean, I do anyways. Um, but nobody nobody wants to hear me do it. So I was always stage manager. And I think I like that better. Mm. So, but yeah, we did, uh, our theater director went through a Rodgers and Hammerstein period. And we did like every single Rogers and Hammerstein. And the funny part was, what was that now? Gosh, I'm really old. 35 years ago. And even then they were outdated, but I didn't feel that. Right. And now I watch, I'm like, we're going to watch South Pacific. And I'm like, oh my God, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, yeah. Isn't it funny when you watch these things, you watch old movies. Um, the Zapo and I watched Superman the other day. We're like, like the, you know, Christopher Reeves, I don't know if original is fair, but the one from our generation, right? I'm assuming you're about yeah, our age, right? Yeah. So like Generation X is Superman, right? So we're like, all right, we're going to watch, you know, Christopher Reeves. We're going to watch the Superman. Loved it as a kid. Still listen to the music. This is going to be great. And we watched it with our mouths hanging open. We could not believe how they treated women in that. We could not believe how they treated consent. We couldn't believe the stereotypes. I was like, oh my gosh, what's with the whole balcony underwear scene? What is going on here? I don't remember any of it like this from my childhood. So I'm wondering, is there anything that you have experienced that like shocked you? Like it wasn't the way you remembered it. Oh gosh. I know, right? Think. This is a tough one. I told you we were going to get to hard questions. Yes. Uh, boy. Oh, gosh. I know there's something, but. Gosh, what, what would have not aged well? It's hard, right? We would, like, it's go through hard. movies and watch them with the kids and see, like, Labyrinth holds up. It's great. Dark Crystal, still amazing. Mm -hmm. Totally great. Even entertains, you know, shorter attention span, younger people, even though I'm not sure anyone has a shorter attention span than I do. But anyways, the, my point stands. It was great. But Never Ending Story, slow. It was so slow. And I was so disappointed because it's one of my favorite of all times. See, the first one, 
I felt was slow and bored me. I I, I was just there for the dragons. <laughs> Yeah, You're give like, me I more Falcor. My... If it was the Falcor show, I would have been happy. Uh, my favorite <laughs> was actually the second one because I had a huge crush on Jonathan Brandis. Oh, who didn't? But I mean, it was trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who did? And that hair. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, who didn't? Oh, yes. <laughs> like he's uh, the entire reason I watched Sea Quest and wanted uh-huh, to me too. be an oceanographer. Like I was a marine biology major my first uh-huh. year of college because of that man you're like whatever it takes i want to talk to dolphins too where is he (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome let's see um the audience is still talking about musicals i think we hit a chord um friday blue wants to know all that jazz have you seen all that jazz i've seen parts of it i it's story-wise it's boring and it's not as much as i love fossey I can't sit through the whole thing. <laughs> yep. No, I get that. Like the music's great, but again, that's one that I don't think it, I don't think it stands up to time. Right. Like, I don't think that one quite made it. Um, let's see. Og says his son was just in the Heights. How exciting, like in the production of in the Heights. That's okay. First of all, your school has a higher budget than mine did. <laughs> and second of all, that's so cool. Um, it was, it's really, really fun. Let's see, all the main characters had two people on stage, one who sang and one who signed. The ensemble sang with a bit of signing. Well, that's really cool. Oh. Yeah, Book of Mormon's awesome. Oh, come on, adore Book of Mormon. How do you feel about Book of Mormon? I can't sit through it. Really? Uh, I'm LDS, so it's super cringe for me. Well, see, the people I have talked to who are LDS, it was funny because I would think if I was LDS, I'd probably be offended. But I've seen multiple people that are like, hey, if it brings them to know more about the church, if they're curious about what's true and what isn't, then they could just come ask me. I was like, that's so magnanimous of you. I am so proud of you because I would be I would be offended. So I don't blame you at all. <laughs> but for me, it was hilarious. I'm not LDS. So, yeah. Oh, he's in college. His The son who did in the Heights is in college. OK, now I understand the budget. Oh, OK. That makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, can you imagine a high school being able to afford in the Heights? I can't even can't even fathom. You buried um, the lead, Kelly. Uh oh, what was the lead? It was a mix of a hearing and uh, non-hearing presentation. Oh well, yeah, I read I read the extra thing he said where he talked oh. about on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He did. See, he he comes in occasionally. Yeah. For those who don't know, we have to we have to warn all of our guests that Zafo um, keeps his trap shut during the production, but but he doesn't always, so don't be surprised. Um, the uh, we don't want him to keep his trap shut. We love him. Let's see. So now we have more musicals. Apparently, are, are there like a lot of K-drama musicals or was this an exception? I didn't know that was even a thing. I don't know. Uh, this is actually the first K-drama I've watched. Uh, my best friend is addicted to K-dramas and K-pop and got me hooked. Um, so I'm just now venturing into K-dramas. Oh, gotcha. Just now learning, so you'll have to let us know. I, I will. We'll watch you on on Facebook, see if you see any more, and then and then I will I will take mm. recommendations. Um, let's see. I will say because we know each other from Superstars. That's where we first met. Um, I have a lot of people yeah. on here from Superstars, so the audience is well aware of our Superstars connection. Um, and I always preach that writers should hang out with other writers. Like doing that period is important. And I'm wondering what benefit do you get from hanging out with your fellow authors? It, it, it's the the companionship with people who know what you're going through 
You know, you don't have to explain what, like, I mentioned to my stepdad that I had a deadline coming up, and I actually had to explain to him what a deadline was. It's like, I thought, I thought this was common knowledge, but, you know, yeah, so right? there's that, exactly. Huh. And, and so, you know, and you know, it, anything like, you know, oh, I'm, you know, doing some editing tonight and, you know, writers know exactly what that entails. <laughs> I don't have to explain anything. You don't have to explain what right POV means. The... Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or, or whip. <laughs> I have to kill a darling. Yes. Yeah, I guess yeah. shared lingo is a good reason, right? Mm-hmm. Or you're Everybody's complaining. The cops going. There's a there's a body in the garden. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> How long does it take police to respond? Wait, what are you looking up? Nothing. I'm a writer. I swear. I'm just. I'm not. That's a lot of work to murder someone. I know. I did the research. You want to see? <laughs> Hi NSA. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so with these authors you hang out, um, that you hang out with, or ones you haven't met yet, who are your idols? Who are your author idols? Uh, definitely Brandon Sanderson. <laughs> I'm obsessed with his writing. I adore it so much. Uh, in fact, I have an entire bookcase behind me, uh, floor to ceiling, that is just copies of his works. I'm surprised the shelves aren't bent like this from the, you know, the weight <laughs> It's, it's getting there. It's getting there. Because <laughs> uh, I foolishly started collecting foreign editions. Um, oh, oh my. Yes, so, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Don't Anyone do that. Else? <laughs> um, boy, uh, I'm trying to look at my shelves. Um, I adore Janine Frost writing. Like the one type, the, as much as I genre hop, mm -hmm. romance and especially sex scenes are something I have not been brave enough to try yet. And she is my absolute favorite. I mean, if she mm. ever taught a class on how to write romance, I would move heaven and earth to be there because I love her writing so much. She writes awesome. the best vampire smut on the planet. <laughs> what genre of vampire smut? And trust me, you'll love it. I love it. Better when it's kinky. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. It's nice that there's people that aren't afraid, right? So you're like, it is possible. Maybe if I keep reading, eventually I can do this. No, I like that. Those are good idols to have, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So of all of your characters, so you include your short stories. It doesn't just have to be your novels. Um, which one of yours, your characters, do you relate to the most? Oh. Mm -hmm. Oh gosh, that's a lot of characters. I know, right? That's just good. That means Even, you've written a lot. I know, and there's a little bit of me in all of them too. Right? How? <laughs> so I try to tell people when they say write what you know, that's what they mean, right? I know. Um, it would probably be uh, Coco. Uh, the, the protagonist in uh, the closed game. Interesting. You know, she she's uh, mixed race like I am, with mm -hmm. Japanese being part of that background. She's a dancer. I danced for eight years. Uh, yeah. So you know, th there's a lot of 
shared common ground. Uh, mm-hmm. He's also, you know, the first uh, queer character that I wrote and being by myself. Uh, it was it was nice being able to bring some of that in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it worked. That's great. Um, the Real Salties wants to know what the closed game is about. Oh, the closed game is uh, the second book in the uh, Navy War series. So my second novel. And yeah, it just continues on with uh, the war between the gods, who's doing what, what's going on in uh, the real world. Uh, and you have multi-genre gods, right? So you've got Greek gods, but you, you have like the, the Norse gods. You've got other gods that are involved, right? No, it's just the Greek pantheon. Oh, it's just the Greek pantheon. Okay. Yeah, but I focus a lot more on the minor and lesser gods. Uh, Very few of the Olympians ever show up. Gotcha. They're too busy making myths about themselves. You know, they don't have time to really, really get in there. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this war, it's all between the more marginalized gods who never got the attention that the Olympians did. Gotcha. And the first book's really. Yeah, the first book is The Moonflower. Yes. Excellent, excellent. Um, that's fun. I have to. I have to read it. I haven't read it yet, so I'm very excited. It's on my list. Um, let's see. Well, according to your bio, you're in the Northwest, right? So that's where you're most of the time. Um, where would you like to vacation? Ooh. So I've much. I always to wanted to go. I know. I've always wanted to go to Japan um, mm-hmm. just so I can buy up all the anime merch that I can't get here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have Brandon Sanderson and, and, in Japanese yet? I don't yet. And I oh. need some. There you go. There you go. You're going to just send it home because it'll be overweight. You're not going to be able to put it in your bag. Mm-hmm. It's never going to happen. Awesome. So Japan, anywhere else? I'd love to go back to France again. I loved it. Uh, I spent a week there. Uh, the same best friend that got me hooked onto K-pop, she was doing a study abroad program. Uh, so shortly after I graduated, I flew over there and spent the week with her and lived with her uh, in oh. Poitiers. And it was so much fun. Oh, it's so cool. Yes, France, someday. Someday. Um. Those are fun places to vacation. I want to do that too. I want to see like almost everywhere. Um, let's see. So now we, we're finally hitting into spring, even though I guess you might be in spring where you are. We're like hardcore into summer now in Houston. Like we skip spring. We went straight from winter to summer, but that's actually pretty typical for us. But um, spring, like we change what we're eating, right? So I'm wondering, what is your favorite spring dish? Uh, I don't really have seasonal dishes. What? I know. I'll just make whatever. You just feel that? I guess it is kind of a modern spoiled thing, right? Because we're like, strawberries. Strawberries we can get year round. But they're not as yummy except in the spring. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Because they're local then. (laughs) Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, our spring lasts until like the 4th of July. So <laughs> like, like we have, we have spring weather for six months. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, no, we, we don't have anything recognizable as spring by most of the world, I'm afraid. But that's okay. I live here on purpose. I don't mind. I prefer the heat over the cold. Um, yeah, I know your winters have been getting worse, though. Up in the Northwest. We were looking, right? Because, we, like I said, we love to travel. And we always look at other places. And I was like, I don't know. I don't think I could deal with those winters. <laughs> or the, the rain all the time. Like, do you do anything to, like, cheer up from the rain? Or does it not bother you? It doesn't bother me. You are lucky. So lucky. Because um, I like the people, like, all the people I've met that live, like, in the Northwest. I would love to live up there. But I don't think I can handle the weather. I would, like, go in my room and never leave. I mean, non-COVID related and never leave and be very depressed. So. Oh, awesome. oh, we do that. But that's why mm-hmm. the whole, oh, you know, thousands of writers live up here. You can't <laughs> go out and do anything, which means you have to be in your side at your keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got to do, right? <laughs> I love that. Because there are a whole it's lot of writers It's weather until July. Then you go do your hiking. Until, you know, October, and then you start your next novel. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> okay, maybe we need to move in the Northwest, uh, Zafo, that we consider it. Maybe I'll finish my next novel. Um, if you could turn one of your stories into a video game, which one would it be? Oh, um... I know which one, but I'm completely brain farting on the title. Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> um, well, you've written a lot of short stories. I can see forgetting a title I here. Have, now. I have. Um, uh, the, the story that I wrote for Nuns with Guns. Um, <laughs> that's a fun title. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's, that's the title. Yeah, that's the theme of the, the anthology. anthology. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, but the story I wrote for that one, uh, it's all, it ties into this uh series a short story series that i'm slowly building upon uh Mm -hmm. about this uh sect of monks that think that that uh earth is kind of a prison so everybody who's left earth for colonies or to work on a space station is essentially Mm -hmm. an evict is an escape convict and so they travel across the galaxy in search of any human living off planet and kills them and so in, in, in the story for uh, nuns with guns, mm-hmm. I created this uh, counter sect of nuns whose sole purpose is defending humanity across the universe and taking out the monks. And so it's monks versus nuns. Mm. In, in... Oh, I love it. I love it. So, so what you're saying is the whole universe decided humans were so dangerous we're not allowed off our planet. Yeah, pretty I mean, much. That tracks. Yeah, I, I, I totally, can't blame them. I can't either. <laughs> that totally tracks. I get that. All right, all right. No, it works for me. I like it. Um, all right. Oh, we are on our lightning round now. We have our very important questions. So I don't, I don't want to scare you, but I will tell you that our fans will judge you for these answers. Okay, so first question. What is your favorite flavor of ice cream? I can only have one? Yep, sorry, one. Your very, very favorite. Uh, 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 baseball nut at Baskin and Robbins. What flavor is that? Like, what's in it? 
it's vanilla ice cream with a uh, mixed berry swirl and cashews. Oh, that sounds really good. Oh, that's a good choice. And very unique, by the way. I am impressed. I am impressed. All right. Here's the second one. Ready? Can zombies climb? What type of zombie? There's multiple types. Can zombies climb? I, mean, I can't clarify. I cannot lead the witness. Uh, if they're not a shambler, yes. Yes. All right. We're going to go with yes. So that's a good answer because just trust me. Good call. All right. What color are your favorite pair of shoes? Black. Black? But I thought you had lots of shoes. I thought this would be something you would do something fun with. I do, but they're yeah. black uh, strappy heels with their, their leather. Oh, they're so much fun. They're soft. It's really soft leather. Do they make, like, make noise when you walk? Because for some reason, I really like shoes like that, and I don't know why. Yeah, they, yeah, they click when I walk. I kind of like that. I don't know. It makes me feel like a lawyer or something. I don't know. Without having to do all that boring school stuff, yeah, you know? They're, Just they're, they're, they're five-inch stilettos. Ooh, nice. Okay, now that's fun. Never mind. I take back all of the griping I did. Good choice. Um, what part of your daily routine is an absolute must? Uh, playing empires and puzzles. Huh. So it's like this, is like a button game on your phone that you have to like press your buttons. Yeah. Okay. It, it, if Final Fantasy and Candy Crush had a love child, it would be <laughs> empires and puzzles. That's awesome. I have it. I have to have games that like time me out. Otherwise I never stop playing them. Right? Does this one do that? Yeah. No, it doesn't time you out. Oh, I'd be in trouble. But I, I, li I limit that. myself to like an hour, hour and a half a day. See, I, as far as I'm concerned, that's better for, than mindfulness walk, right? You're still taking that time out of all the nonsense that drives you crazy. Just take a little bit of time to relax. I think that's fair. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Um, what model of fast car is your favorite? Did you like fast cars? And again, no modifications. Nope. I mean, nope. you're talking to a motorhead. <laughs> I know. I know. That's all right. Whatever you say, I won't ah. know what it is anyway. So we'll see. <laughs> My daughter, on the other hand. Uh. <laughs> okay. The one that excites me the most is okay, the Bugatti Veyron. But I have no hopes of act ever actually owning one because they're freakishly expensive. But I mean, the car that I actually have a chance of owning. Mm -hmm. uh, that I adore is the Scion FRS. Um, I've heard I've Jenna say those letters. One. I've heard FRS come out of her mouth. So she, I think she would agree with you 100%. So what does, um, what does Reed have? A Z. He has oh, a Z. the BRZ? I don't know. It's a Nissan. Yeah, if it's the Nissan BRZ, it's the same car, just more sporty. Ah, there you go. They're that literally built in the same factory. That's so funny. Yeah, awesome. You get along. Yeah, they're car people. We laugh because my husband and I are like, I don't know. Does it have cool electronics and a big comfortable seat and air conditioning? We're great, man. We're good. I don't I don't understand what this car thing is. So I'm glad there are some people out there that uh, you can, like, drive the fancy cars. We're like, oh, that's pretty. Okay, back to my SUV. <laughs> <laughs> Jenna drug us to a car meet. I almost said a car show. It's not a car show. It's a meet. She she corrects me. And it was a bunch of these kids with these cute cars, right? And some of them were 
you know, beautifully cut, um, painted and some of them definitely needed more work and some of them, like, it was their babies they were working on. It was kind of fun. Have you ever been to, like, a car meet like that? To a car meet? No. Meet. Uh, yeah. uh -huh. I've, been to, I've been to the Portland Car Show a couple times. Gotcha. No, That's the car meets fun. were really fun and they just seem to have them randomly. And so I told her, because I was scared, because, you know, street racing is, like terrifying and it's a huge thing in Houston and it scares the heck out of me especially since my daughter's into cars she's like no 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 like she even took me so I would feel better she was like here's the thing early on these shows are just fun right or these meets see I'm still using the wrong word these meets are fun you go and you see their cars and you you know it's really cool and sometimes you can sit in them and it's really fun to look at what they're doing and the lights they have and all that kind of stuff um and then as it gets later it starts to get crazy and that's when we go home I'm like I love you <laughs> I yeah, you. I hate I street racing. I live on a very long, very straight road that everybody likes to race <laughs> on. So literally, that's all you hear all night long, every night. And I'm not kidding. It is every night. Holy moly. You're like, come on, people. Well, I mean, you probably could meet some of those people and see their cool cars, though. Just not while they're racing. <laughs> But I promise you, they yeah, meet somewhere not... else before they go racing. So, yeah, they meet at the gas station across the street. Oh, <laughs> and it's all supercharged Nissans and maybe an occasional Honda. Yeah, <laughs> it's blah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so well, we've had a great time with you, Kim. And um, we would like to know where fans can find you and your work. Uh, you can find my work on Amazon. Uh, most of it's there. I'm pretty sure most of it's there. <laughs> probably check that. Um, uh, I'm also on Facebook a lot. You can also find me on TikTok. And what are your what are your handles on Facebook and TikTok? Uh, Facebook, it's Kim May. Uh, on TikTok, it's KimMay.author. Uh, if you want my cosplay account, though, that is uh, Kimiko971. Nice. I'm going to follow that one. I'll follow that. Was that on TikTok or what was that on? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's fun. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. And now that Kim is your new favorite author, please make sure to leave reviews of her work. And you can also review us wherever it is you get your podcast. You can also follow us on Twitch or subscribe on YouTube. And we are not going to see you next week because I'm going to see Paul McCartney. <laughs> so I'm not going to be here. So we will not be here next week, um, but we will be here the week after with Darren Kennedy. So we'll see you then. Bye.